um, yeah, we help on the artist side and then the clients. If anybody, we get a lot of people that actually reach out to us and say, Hey, I don't even know where to begin. Like, where do I start? Like, mm. how do I do the research? And so we help the clients, you know, preferably find the artist that we work with. But if, you know, we don't work with an artist that would better suit the piece that they're looking to get, we'll send them to the right artist for the piece that they want. You're a walking billboard. Yeah. So why, the, why not trust the artist that you already looked at their work and like their work? Why would you not trust what they're telling you? Monday, Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you guys have had a great weekend. I hope you guys are all getting ready for Christmas. I know that this is a great time of year and um, it's given me a lot of time to reflect and really uh, perfect my offer for you guys. First things first, though, if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, please do that. Uh, that's the best way to keep up with everything on the podcast. Also, uh, I've opened up the Facebook group to everybody and allowing you guys to promote your businesses, to promote yourself. Uh, and it's a great place to connect and keep going. So go join the Facebook group, join the newsletter. And last thing, um, I finally opened up my coaching program and my training program for small business owners and freelancers to know how to sell better and to really nail down their business processes so that you guys can succeed. So if that's something that interests you, there's a link in the description below to a short survey and we can look at your business and, and see if coaching is the right fit for you. So with all that being said, uh, my next guest today was amazing. Chase Alexander is the owner of TattooBooking.com. He helps tattoo artists streamline their booking process and he helps people who want tattoos to find the perfect artist for what they want, which is actually a big deal. Like if you know anything about tattoos, it's not necessarily about who, what you want or who does it. It's about who like vibes with you and things like that. So uh, this was a fantastic episode. It was a lot of fun to record. And with all that being said, please welcome Chase Alexander. And thank you so much for listening. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. I'm getting paranoid about the audio again, but we'll make sure it's okay. Paranoia is a real thing. Yeah, dude. So, Chase... Yes, thanks sir. for joining me brother absolutely thanks for having me absolutely so you reached out i, I can't remember how do we get in contact yeah so uh funny story uh so george bush uh was on your show oh yes. yeah yeah yes. so he was he was on your show and then i was trying to get on the other podcast so i helped him get on that one because he was just on it as well yeah and so yeah uh so yeah i saw that he was on yours and i was like oh i'm gonna reach out to him and like <laughs> that seems like a good idea and then helped him and yeah so i've known george for years now he's one of my really close friends so. oh that's cool yeah i yeah. love george how did you meet george uh we were working at a call center together yeah i think oh, it was okay, his cool. boss at one point even so yeah oh where uh where where oh, oh yeah clearly i was saying i was oh. his boss at one oh, point you're... yeah 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 no I, I'm, oh, right on, yeah, dude. I, I told him what to do but yeah no no more now we're just friends now we yeah just throw back ideas and our businessmen together within our yeah dude he's got a of... stellar Oh yeah, salsa company, man, and that salsa's good, dude. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, we need to shout out to George. Shout huge, out to huge salsa. shout out to George <laughs> and sauced up salsa because mm -hmm. yeah, I, I see him a couple times a week. I mean, he lives right down the road from me, so I just okay, go down. Cool. I, I don't know if it's him or the salsa, you know, but yeah, yeah that salsa's some good stuff. That's yeah. for sure. That's cool, man. Um, that's really fun. Yeah, George is great. Uh, we were talking before that. Junior's great. Yep. Uh, I love it. So did you know Junior before that, since you do tattoo bookings? Yeah. So no, the, the way that I uh, met him was uh, one of the artists that I work with. Her name's Bailey. She works at Studio Elevate um, okay. and she tattoos an artist from 
high line. So she was getting tattooed and I was in the shop and talking to Bailey and Bailey was telling her what I did. And she was like, Oh, we're doing a podcast. You should come. We're doing the one year anniversary. So we're having oh, a bunch yeah. of people having food, all that stuff. So you should come on by and, and hang out and meet junior and everything. And, uh, I was in the process of starting my own podcast. And so I was like, yeah, I'll come and see the setup <laughs> and the digs and kind of how everything works that way. And I'm the type I thrive in like, unknown situation so i didn't know anybody going into it i met this uh, artist once you know her name's jade and uh oh, yeah. and she invited me out and everything and so i was like all right here we go so i went in there <laughs> didn't know anybody but like you said junior and erica they're both amazing uh everybody that they had there at the studio was great and so met them and then uh they were interested in me having or having me on their podcast so yeah came in and now here he's we got are. a sick setup dude. oh my this gosh studio is the harm barn yeah yeah, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah is no. that what it's called that's yeah so so bailey actually was the one that uh, coined that term the harm barn the so, harm barn yeah yeah okay. i mean he's got all the chains and gears <laughs> yeah. and blades oh and, yeah dude yeah and it, well, i don't think it had a name when i <laughs> i just remember going in there when i went on his podcast yeah. and i was like oh dang i went there i met uh so dre does their podcast mm -hmm. he helps them with their podcast yep yep and dre and was sharing some stuff. I was on Instagram at the time and I met junior because they needed a sponsor for their podcast. Hmm. And I had a CBD company at the time. Okay. So I sponsored their podcast for a little while and got to come on and, and nice. talk about everything. Cause I was, <clears throat> cause I was helping him out, not helping him out. Junior doesn't need help, but I was like <laughs> he sponsoring does, their, he does it all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I yeah. was sponsoring their podcast. That's what I meant to say. Junior, in case <laughs> you, <were listening. clears throat> you stud muffin. So you stud muffin. You. <laughs> So, so that's really cool, man. But so you help, um, tattoo artists get booked. Yeah. So essentially, uh, kind of the way that it started out or is it um, the opposite? You kind of help people both. Yeah. Okay. So, so our, our business is multifaceted. We do a lot of different things, but the way that it started out is I kind of fell into it. So I, I've wanted to get tattooed for a really long time since I was a wee lad. And, uh, <laughs> and so uh, I was getting my chest tattooed and I sat two days in a row to do the right side then the left side and uh, the artist that was working on me was like man you sit really well do you want to come out to Hawaii and go to a tattoo convention and get tattooed three days in a row and I was like yeah like I like Hawaii I like traveling like that's sure. what spurred all of my life adventures basically is as long as I get to travel I'm good and so I went out to Hawaii and um, got tattooed and just in the process became really good friends with this artist and uh, being friends with him and hanging out and seeing his business. Like I, my background is sales and business management. And so I could tell where he needed help and I needed a job at the time. Cause I had just traveled for a year, took, <laughs> took time off to, to go have some fun. And yeah, so I was like, Hey, let me help you out. And then jumped into it. And so started booking his appointments, running his business, and then kind of morphed into strictly booking and created a booking system for myself to make my job easier. And now we offer that system to artists and their assistants. And then we also have a, a booking manager side where if an artist wants to have somebody handle all of their client uh, interactions and book their appointments and everything, we do that as well. And so, um, yeah, we help on the artist side and then the clients, if anybody, we get a lot of people that actually reach out to us and say, Hey, I don't even know where to begin. Like, where do I start? Like, mm. how do I do the research? And so we help the clients, you know, preferably find the artist that we work with but if you know we don't work with an artist that would better suit the piece that they're looking to get we'll send them to the right artist for the piece that they want so yeah man that's a big deal yeah huh. that's crazy yeah so i i i got tattooed um and went through a, a booking manager and the booking manager that i went through he manages a ton of them yeah but more in the polynesian yeah i was gonna tattooed. say I, yeah. Saw, I saw your arm there uh here hold yeah. on lift it up let me see if i can guess the artist 
Um, was that done by Lala? No, no, but, but it was, was done in the, the same same joint. shop. Yeah, yep, yeah. Same so joint. who who was it done by? Vili. Oh, Vili. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have their own shop now. Uh, yeah. So yes, know. they do. They yep. just so I finished this piece while they were in the interim of going from fr- while he was going oh, from frost. To dang, so you were recently tattooed then. Yeah. So so well, this one took me forever. Vili. And it wasn't anybody's fault. Vili's just booked out like a month. Yeah, like, they all dude, are. Everybody that he, he booked freaking for. freaking yeah. crazy, bro. Yep, absolutely. Like that. I texted him uh, the other day, the booking man, Angelo. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I was like, hey, when's, when's Vili's next appointment? He's like, November. I was like, oh, that's really fast. He's like, no, next no, year. No, next, yeah, next, <laughs> next, next year, November. sorry. Yeah, let, me, let me clarify yeah. there. And by you. the end of the day, he's going to be booked to 2023, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, geez, dude. Yeah. So I'm actually, I know Angelo, not personally. I've never met him, but I know what he does. Uh, yeah. Whole backstory to that, but that's the story for a different time. But anyways, uh, I want him to use our system because I think that I can make his life easier. So Angelo, if you <laughs> if you hear this podcast, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. coming for you. I want to make your life easier. Use our booking system because... Yeah, I think he books for like 12 or 13 different artists. Like uh, all over the place too. Yeah, yeah. So like some in Washington, some, I mean, here in Utah. I think, Va- I think the Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, Las Vegas as well. And uh, yeah. I know that he's picked up a couple more. And so, um, yeah, so basically we now have a system that the job that he is doing, uh, we streamline it. So we automate the right parts of the process. And, you know, there's a lot of booking uh, software out there, but yeah, uh, they're made for like uh hairstylists or, you know, uh, massage therapists or, yeah. you know, nail salons. And the tattoo process is just so much more in depth because, you know, it's a, it's a process. You have to make sure you know what they want, if it fits the artist style, everything like that. And so yeah. we figured out a way to collect the information, store it for the artist to find later down the line, much easier than, you know, they are now. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, just move them around move them through the process, uh, um, collect the deposit, do all of that stuff. And just, like I said, it, it allows booking managers or even just tattoo artists that want to run their own books. It just saves them a lot of time on the back end. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 How did you come up with that? Like, how did you build it? Uh, so yeah, I have a, uh, a business partner. His name's Trent. So he's the, the brains of the operation, if you will. I'm the, I'm the face and the sell side. So I'm the one going to the conventions and talking to the artists and everything like that. But, uh, he was actually working at a shop in Ogden and he helped, an artist not do the same thing. It was more so on the marketing side, how to bring in leads and everything like that. Yeah. Okay. And so he was very familiar with shop atmosphere and tattoos and uh, different things like that. And so uh, when I started the booking side of things, I went to him, I said, Hey, do you think you could help me out with this? And he's like, yeah, I think so. And then he's just a super, super smart dude. So he's the type he'll go on YouTube and watch something and learn it and then do it, apply it, learn more. And yeah, and that's kind of, so you guys built a, is it like a software? Or yeah. Like a, yep. Yep. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, so you built the software. Uh, yes and no. So basically okay. we, we use other software that, uh, all work together and speak to each other and he connects them on the back end. And then within different softwares, <coughs> we build out, uh, it's all custom. So like every artist yeah. is different. So like their schedule, the length of session that they do, how much they charge, whether they do consults or not, we custom build that within the system, but the system was already there. But now the process that we built within the system oh, okay. is what we came up with and, so you, made okay so, okay yeah i get that eventually we'll have an app that's just a lot of money yeah it technologies is. Yeah. well don't they have like those uh there's a few there's a few like no code app builders now yeah um but i don't know how that of, works that, that's strange. actually yeah. uh, what i sick trend on i'm like trying to figure this <laughs> yeah, out man figure out like, like a no code yeah yeah no code is like is going to be a big deal in the next couple oh yeah years yeah it's uh, if anybody up. can kind of go in and through and, and 
just throw something together. Yeah, real quick. really like figure out how to make it work and everything. I think there's yeah, I think there'll still be a place for like the the custom apps mm-hmm. and like the coded apps. Yeah. Um, but for but for people who don't need like a full blown yeah like fifteen thousand twenty thousand dollar app because mm-hmm. that's I mean I mean I'm I am assuming that's probably a cheap app. I was gonna say the one that I'm looking at hundred thousand dollars or more probably that's really? one reason why we haven't done it. Yeah, because it's just it's yeah. expensive. But yeah, to your point, yeah, exactly. I think that it will go a long way. It's kind of like uh the website yeah. uh, builders like yeah if you don't need like a really extensive website you can go and just build it out within you know wix or squarespace yeah or whatever a little, little landing page yeah but the coders yeah. are still there to make some bad we are brought to you guys by sheffield cider now if you've listened to the podcast before you know that i love taste testing this cider it's one of my personal favorites and every guest that i bring on who tries it with me says the same thing and they finally partnered with us so that you can share sheffield cider with those that you love Sheffield Cider is a crisp, organic, artisan, non-alcoholic cider that comes from fresh apples right out of Sheffield Farms in Mesa, Washington. It really doesn't get better than this. So when you use code THINK10, you'll save 10% off a full case of Sheffield Cider. So make sure that you check them out, SheffieldCider.com, use code THINK10 and enjoy. It'll be the best decision you've ever made. I don't know if I can swear. Can I swear? Yeah, go ahead. Well, now I'm going to do it with gusto. Badass. Uh, yeah. Make a badass uh, website and everything uh, and just integrate it differently. So, yeah, yeah, I don't think that coders will ever go away. But, yes, coming up with the no no code app building, I think, would be Just for people, massive. slap something up there, get yeah. an idea put together. Yeah. See Start if it, it works. Like, yeah, at least see if it get works. Get it going. Yeah. yeah and then sure. you can go from there. Yep. Yeah, yep. you can go from there. Exactly. That's really cool, man. So, you said, now you said you started back in sales it seems mm-hmm. like a while ago. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I've been. Tell us your story, man. Man, I've sales has been my my background. What I love, uh, I just love talking to people, networking, and yeah. doing all that stuff. And so, um, started out selling Cutco knives. Did that. Oh, I did yeah, that for dude. two weeks though. Like I didn't do it long. I was like, <laughs> yeah, this is. I this I bought some Cutco knives from my cousin. Yeah. who was selling them before he went to college. Was it an act like, did you want the knives or was it a pity buy? Were you like, I'll buy these to help you. Uh, both. Like, okay. <laughs> like we needed a new set of knives. Yeah. And like, I don't know anything about knives. Cutco but... knives are great. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. They're nice knives. Yeah. So then my cousin goes, Hey, uh, we're all selling Cutco. Or he's like, I'm selling Cutco. Everybody's buying them. Yeah. I was like, he was like, plus I need help. Like I, my sales, my background's in sales too. Yeah. Um, and he goes, uh, you know, and I'd like to like refine my pitch and, and learn and so he i'm like all right pitch me and then he goes you want to buy it and i'm like yeah sure yeah <laughs> i bought like the little set you know, yeah and buying it yep. crazy because cut knives are freaking expensive too yeah. dude oh yeah they're like uh, a few grand they're bro. they're top of the line for sure yeah i feel like when you first start Cutco, it's uh you hit all your family members that you know are going to buy from you just because they're like, oh, I'll help you out, I guess. And then yeah. you run out of those people and you're like, well, crap, what do I do now? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> a, it's like a really, Cutco's like almost MLM, but it's not. Kind yeah. Of, you know no. what I mean? I mean, it's, it's MLM just working off the referrals of all your friends and family and hope that yeah. <laughs> they're willing to give you a few numbers and then cold calling those numbers like, hey, <sighs> Nancy gave me your number. Let me come and show you some knives. <laughs> yeah. Don't they get paid for a, a demo too? That's what they claim, but they're they're banking on you selling <laughs> the knives and the commission outweighing the $10 an hour or whatever it is. Because yeah, essentially you're there for an hour presenting. And so they're like, yeah, we'll give you $10 for every hour that you're presenting. But yeah, you sell one 
set of knives or even one so knife yeah so it's either or yeah it's either or pretty much so yeah. so yeah you don't yeah okay because yeah. i sold cars for a long time i that's did that like, as well that's yeah. how that's the same way so yeah. it was like they pay you minimum wage mm-hmm. but yeah like, exactly so yeah you get it what dealership did you work at i worked for a few i worked for honda okay and nissan and then i worked for a few other groups like got that. you got you <laughs> yeah man yeah no that was uh one of the okay, so I went from Cutco, then I sold door to door. I did that. Oh, what'd you sell door to door? I don't. I did security. Oh, okay. uh, I did security and then garbage contracts. Yeah, garbage contracts. Dude, easiest sell ever. So here in Utah, oh my uh, they have the city pick up the trash. So it's like everybody has the same garbage man. Yeah. Well, in certain places, so I was in Kentucky and uh, upstate New York, and uh, they have independent companies that come and pick up the trash. So literally, you find somebody that has a garbage can. That it's not your company. You go knock on their door and you're like, hey, how much are you paying for trash? Like this much? Well, I can do it for this much. Why pay more for trash than you need to? Good point. Sign me up. Like that was the whole, that was the pitch. Like I just went through it and people bought. So yeah, that wasn't too bad. No kidding, dude. That's freaking awesome. But like, yeah, you can start trash companies out on the east. I yeah, yep, you can't really yeah. do that on the west. No, no, you can't. Or like in the Midwest, mm-hmm. like there was no trash companies nope, in the Midwest. Nope. Like either. I said, it's uh, it's all it's all city, city. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, which is weird. Why do why do some people privatize? I mean, that's kind of like. Have you seen? Did you see the Netflix special um, about the hockey? The the seventeen year old hockey owner, uh-uh. dude. What that. is this? It's, it's a bug, you know. It's a documentary. <clears throat> anyway. This guy's like a trash owner. He he owns a trash company, gotcha. which is like very lucrative, but he's also like in with the mob. Mm. And every time I hear that somebody, first of all, if somebody owns a trash company, it's always on the East. Yeah. And if they own a trash company, it's almost always like they're in like the mafia. Connected to or the something mob. or other. Yeah. Organized crime. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That, that's for <laughs> But sure. he was in this, and in this case, it was accurate, you know? And I'm like, why do you, that's crazy. So you yeah. like, you like, when you move to a new house, you're like, okay, got to get internet water trash like and that's yeah. all just different companies that's all like here companies. you're just like okay the city pays for that yeah I, it's the same price whether i move from this neighborhood to the next neighborhood yep, but it might yep. be different yeah no it's uh <laughs> yeah it's it's weird in different <laughs> that's areas bananas, yeah. especially when you live in utah your whole life and then you go and do something like that and you're like oh this is different like yeah, yeah you're like wow sure. well and i like i grew up in iowa mm. but like the city took care of the trash. Gotcha. and i grew up in a small town so it was like the city took care of everything yeah yeah like it's just what you do. Yeah. Just what you do. Yeah. And if, yeah. And then, and then like, I guess that's the, I guess that's the thing, right? Like mm-hmm. you just pay, like nobody can undercut the city. Yeah, like, exactly. There's yep. no, they have the monopoly. Yeah, no. You can't start a trash company. Yeah. No. <laughs> Good luck. Exactly. Although, you know what though? I did hear Ben, they live next to your parents. The guy who started a trash company. Oh, did he start a trash company? I don't know. Oh my gosh, Ben. <laughs> I feel like your dad tells me every time your dad's getting old. <laughs> he tells me a lot. Of, he tells me a lot of stories. That guy. I'm like, I've heard that story. <laughs> That's funny. But anyway, I remember that. But I don't know. Maybe they sold it to the city or something. That's cool, dude. So how did you find that gig? Oh man, <clears throat> I, don't, uh, I was working. So I only made it halfway through the summer selling security systems. And then, oh sure. Yeah, yeah, I came home and then somebody that I sold with that also didn't make it through the whole entire summer was like, hey, there's another door to door gig out here in Kentucky. Like, and I, the whole point of me doing door to door was just to get out of Utah. That was, it didn't matter what I was doing. It was like, so like, Oh, I get to go somewhere else. Like, yeah, let's go, let's go to Kentucky. So no, that's uh, I fell into it there. So yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Security is hard to sell. Yes. That's a pretty hard one. That's a hard door to door, bro. Yeah. Well, we went out to, we went out to Vegas first. Um, and the summer before, well, you would think like, yeah, there's a lot of crime. This is great. But people were 
posing as door-to-door salesmen and then breaking into the house and stealing. Oh. So we were sitting there knocking doors and nobody would open the door. Nobody would talk to us. Like it was, oh, that's yeah, sucks, it made it even harder. Oh, so, wow, yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 Door-to-door is very good. Like they teach you a lot of good skills, but that's really the only way now to like prospect consumer to consume, like business to consumer. Yeah. Cause you can't cold email consumers. Yeah. There's no, if you buy a list, it's probably illegal and it's probably wrong. Yeah. You know, like if you're emailing just you and me, mm-hmm. right. Um, because privacy laws are like consumer privacy laws are freaking yeah. rock solid. Yep. So like door to door is like the only way, like there's yeah. no login. Yeah. You can't stop me from coming and knocking yeah, your door. Just, I'm knocking on yeah, your door. I'm, homie. I'm pounding the pavement. What so, are you going to so, do? <laughs> yeah. So, so that's pretty much all they got. Like if you want to sell something like yeah. pest control. Yeah. Yeah. Pest control. Honestly, that's the that's way to money, go. Dude. That's money. Cause yeah, they need it every single year. You can knock the same. Yeah, areas. dude. So, Once they know you, like you're in. Somebody knocked on my door. They're like, you need pest control. I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, okay. I but you know what? I also bought Vivint uh, Security. He mm. got knocked on my door. He was like, you want to do it? I was like, well, yeah, I was actually already going to yeah. do it. I, I, he knocked on my door. And I was like, hey, funny that you showed up here. I actually just left a message with Vivint. Huh. I was like, That's, so he got, it was a lay down. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm already buying it. Done and stuff. done. Yeah. What about solar? You got you got solar <laughs> No, so we live in an HO. We live in townhomes. Uh, yeah, and the yeah. HOA, I don't think they cover. I don't think they'll let us. Mm. I don't think you're allowed to put anything on the roof. They're anti-green. <laughs> They don't want it. It must be. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's it. They yeah. are anti I freaking hate HOAs, bro. I do too, man. Like, I don't know why they exist. Oh, dude. I, I was in a house that had an HOA and there was guest parking. It was a townhouse, but there was a uh, guest parking on either side. And you yeah. couldn't even let your guests stay there overnight. Like they were policing. They would get booted. Oh, yeah. They would get booted or tow your car. And then if not, you had to go pay for a special pass. Like, yeah, oh it was just, gosh, it's, it's bad. Like, yeah, HOAs are terrible. Yeah. And they don't, and like the only good thing. They, my HOA did was they, so we're all on the same Wi-Fi. Mm. So they made a deal with Xfinity to include our internet and our HOA. Yeah, yeah. Which I was like, okay, that actually is fine. That saves me like 120 bucks a month. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. So I was like, okay, but that's it. I, I don't <laughs> freaking like them at all, dude. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm they, not a big they fan Because they piss me off. That's so funny. I don't even know why they exist. I don't in like it's 2021. Like we still have things that I'm like, why does this? HOA and nobody do? likes them. So nobody why, likes like, them. except like, for the person at the top of the HOA. Right? They're, yeah, they're I was going to say it. the power tripping. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say I was like, and if I knew that somebody was in the HOA board, I made it a point to like troll HOA, though, the <laughs> RHOA the whole time. I'd be like, you guys are no different than like the Gestapo. Yeah, bro. right. Like, yeah, exactly. You, you freaking because they no. can, they can put a lien against your house and take your house. No way. So like if you pay, if you don't if you don't pay your dues, they they are legally allowed to put a lien against your house for the dues. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah. That doesn't how make how sense do you let me. that happen? Yeah, I like it's like, crazy. So like when I say like it's I'm not lying. No, no, like, they you're can really take not. Your house, like, they can take your house. If they'll they come in. And then and then you know like internet is cool. But if you stop paying your HOA thing, you don't get they'll turn your anymore. internet off. Yeah. So they'll turn your internet off. They'll put a lien against your house. And I'm like, you guys yeah. suck. They got dude. you. They got you by the nuts. <laughs> like, dude, it freaking sucks. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So so tell us now about like your, I'm glad that you kind of gave us your history because that kind of leads into like how you got into tattooing. Like, why did you pick like the tattoo industry to like get in and really kind of innovate. Yeah. So like I said, I, I fell into it. It, uh, it was not planned. I just like tattoos. So yeah, because you, you, the guy took you to Hawaii yeah. just cause you sat through tattoo. Well, well pretty much. Yeah. Chest I mean, tattoos. yeah, that, that was, hurt, uh, dude. yeah, yeah, it was, uh, and two days in a row to boot. Like mm. it, it wasn't just one day, like it was so, long sessions. And so I, I, uh, 
it was crazy. So the first time I had booked Vili, mm-hmm. I had done, for the half sleeve, I was going to go back to back. Yeah. But I waited a, a little bit and I was like, okay, hey, I'm ready. Um, cause I had to wait <clears throat> and he goes, okay, well we can't do it back to back. Like we'll keep this first one. Yeah. And then your second appointment will be later. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I'm like, that kind of sucks, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and dude, I don't think I could have done two days in a row cause hmm. my arm was like dead. Yeah. I was like free. And he only went to like, he did like the front. Yeah. Or like the and shoulder the inside's piece. And the inside's way worse. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, the, the second yeah when we sat down on that, that, so it took me three times because the first time I was there for like 10 hours, mm-hmm. well, they're just, he's just really detailed. He's just good at what he does. Yeah. You know? So I was, the first time I was there for, we got there at, at 10 and I left at nine. Okay. So, and we had like a 30 minute break for, for like, and I would, I mean, I would take a little bit and he yeah, would yeah. take a little bit. So I think we had a total of like 30 or 40 minute breaks out of that. Out yeah. Of that and the time. first part, he was probably drawing it on and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. So, he was drawing yeah, drawing it yeah. on. And so we took, so we took some time, but, um, the second time we went there, I was there from 10 in the morning to a, like 1130 at night. Dang. It was a long dude. Yeah. I was like freak. And so I was, but I was like, dude, I, I was like, I can't do it anymore, bro. Yeah. I was like, I just, yeah, whatever, dude. Your I, body, I told Vili. hits a point. Right? Yeah. I told Vili, I was yeah. like, bro, you can call me whatever you want. You can tell, I'll tell everybody yeah. it was me. Uh, and then, and so all that was left was the inside. And then I came back a third time and finished the inside. But the second time. Cause like the back, the back of the arm mm-hmm. hurt me really. Like it was right here. Yeah. It was super tender, man. Yeah. I'm fat too. Hey, so right. like it hurt. Well, so do you know the reason why uh, tattoos hurt worse in certain places? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different factors, but uh, one reason is the fattier places hurt worse because the fat is actually pushing the nerves closer to the top of the skin. So when they're oh, tattooing yeah. you, it's hitting them more. And so therefore it's yeah. causing more pain. And yeah. Yeah. Same thing like thinner, thinner spots, thinner skin is just there's not much place for the nerves to go. So when you're yeah, tattooing, you're, right there, dude. you're on it. You and know, then, yeah, so. he was tattooing this part, the inside. And I was like, mm-hmm. luckily that was our last session. It was only like four hours because yeah. it was, wasn't a big spot. Yeah, yeah. And he does. And like Vili does a great job, oh, yeah. but he doesn't like trait. Like he doesn't, he like the lines mm-hmm. one shot. Oh yeah. You know what I he mean? He puts it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, so I looked at a few of the other artists there and they would like one and then maybe two. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, you want to do her once or twice? I was like, all right, dude. Yep. Do what you got to do. There man. it is. Yeah. Billy's <laughs> great. I no, they're, they're amazing at what they do. Um, but yeah. yeah. So to take it so back a little ahead, bit. Yeah. yeah as far as uh, the last job that I held before I got into this. So the call center that I uh, met George at. So I was actually running teams i built up the floor from inception like it was a new concept and uh he a guy asked me like if i wanted to do it so i helped build this floor uh made a good amount of money saved some put it away and then quit my job and moved into an rv and uh was just traveling around i went to a couple different countries yeah i went on a couple cruises and just blew my whole whole savings in a year's time just traveling and everything like that So now we come to when I got tattooed, it was the end of my little vacation and it was the last of my money and I wanted to get tattooed. So I did. And then, yeah, that's when he invited me out to Hawaii. So it was, it was literally just, you know, I, I'm the type I, I innovate and I adapt. So I just happened to be in an environment at these conventions and I thrive in those environments. And I saw a need where he needed help with business and, you know, working at the call center and building the floors and teams and working 
on the business side in that sense, yeah. I saw how I can implement my skills into the the tattoo industry. And so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't plan on getting yeah. into the, the industry, but it just happened. And yeah, I wouldn't have it any other yeah, way. Yeah. Because you have, because you have sales skills. Okay. I have like a super controversial and it shouldn't be, <laughs> but it's it. a super controversial it. opinion. Okay. okay. Cause I think sales is sales. Yeah. Like if you can sell, you can sell anything. If you can sell one thing, you can yeah, sell the next. Absolutely. Thing. There might be a, a learning curve, mm -hmm. but people like really romanticize like this difficulty. Like, oh, you could never sell. It's so hard to sell this. Like, no, it's not. Yeah, it's really not. I need to learn. I'll learn the product. Like, there, there's some learning. There's some stuff about the product you got to learn, yeah. and maybe the industry you got to learn about. I, I would say, but it does take a type of personality to sell. Like, not, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but I, yes, I agree. But, but to your point, I agree. Like I can sell one thing. I can sell anything. Like yeah. if I can talk to somebody like it's sales is making somebody feel comfortable enough and trust you enough to buy from you. And then, yeah. you know, like you said, learn the product, have the value statements and different yeah. things like that. Yeah. So, but yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why there's like business consultants. That's why there's like negotiators. Yeah. Like that. Cause one negotiation is the same. Yeah. You, we might have to learn a little bit about the situation to get it handled, Absolutely. but like, Eventually we're going to get it done and we're going to use the same principles. Yep. And so like I do, I, I like, I've said that before, like I'm pretty big on LinkedIn and I've said that before and people are like, Whoa, no, and I'm no, like, no. dude, <laughs> shut up, bro. Shut up. Uh, They're like, I'm like, yes, it might be more nuanced and selling a car might take me one day Yeah. and selling your really massive software might take me a year. But yeah. like, I, I would just say like for people who are hiring sales, like, don't look at, I don't know. I think industry experience should be pretty low on the list. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you got a guy who can sell, like I didn't even look at resume when I, when I hired salespeople, yeah. I would, I hired them in car sales. I didn't even look at their resume. Hmm. I was like, oh, they brought some, they brought somebody in. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like if you Let's could go. talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big one is uh, if you could talk to me and then honestly above if, if somebody had a lot of experience, I almost discounted them more because like, okay, you're coming with all your bad habits. Yeah, exactly. Like you think you, you know a thing or two, like, yeah. Um, but honestly, coachability, if, if somebody yeah. was willing to yeah. actually listen and take your advice and apply it, like I, I tried to look for people <laughs> like that, you know? So. Yeah. You, you get somebody who's, uh, I read a book, um, who's it by? I don't even remember. It's called the, uh, the ideal team player, Patrick Lynchoni. Okay. He also wrote, the five dysfunctions of a team. And he wrote a few other books, yeah, yeah, like leadership books. They're yeah. actually really good. The five dysfunctions of a team is like amazing, but he wrote the ideal team player and the idea. And the, this is the book. You don't need to go read it. I'll tell you right now. It's <laughs> you clip, find, clip it's, notes. yeah. It, you find somebody humble, hungry, and smart, like humble. They're coachable. Yep. They're humble in a deal. They're mm -hmm. humble in a negotiation. Uh, you get somebody who's hungry. That speaks for itself. Oh yeah. And then you get somebody who's smart. And he said smart that they like, not in like, that they're already smart, but they're, they're smart enough to like learn about something like yeah. they're smart to become smart. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yep. So like they're smart with people, mm -hmm. they're smart in situations They're they know how to learn. And, uh, and that's it. Like yeah. that's, I mean, I would just put that out there. I like, like that. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> it's really easy. It really is. Yeah. It's not that hard. So, so yeah, that's, but so no, anyway. to your point, no sales is not hard. Like sales, yeah, it's like sales is, is, if you know sales, then it doesn't matter. Like that's why yeah. I've never, I've always had job security. I've never worried about if I quit I love, a job, yeah, like, it, yeah. yeah, I can go anywhere and I'll sell. So. Yeah, I know. And that's like, and that's kind of what's happening. Like they're talking about like this great resignation and I don't really feel like it's a, it's a sale. I think sales 
people are just taking advantage of it because mm. like yeah if i can go somewhere else and make more money like why not yeah um but i think it's because sales you know sales people have like if you're a salesperson you always have a resume oh, like, yeah it's always up to date absolutely you know what i mean because you're like uh and by the way that's like and if somebody's as a salesperson they're like my resume is not up to date i think you're lying yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> you're like lying yeah. or I don't know. I, I really your your, fit, your resume like, may not be up to date, but I know you've talked to a couple of people that yeah, are hiring. Yeah, like, dude, you're like, you know, you're always getting yeah. off. Well, you're always getting offers. Just send me your resume. Yep. anyway. But yeah, because because as a salesperson, yeah, you don't need one job. You can go sell. Oh yeah, you know anything. Yep. So yeah, in fact, um, yeah, I just have a lot of good. Yeah, I've just pivoted a lot of areas, and that's just one thing that I've learned. I'm like, if sales isn't like um, repeatable. Mm-hmm. then we have a problem yeah. every other process is repeatable yeah <laughs> absolutely like i'm an accountant so I, I got my accounting degree nice and like accounting is the same for each company it yeah. looks different mm-hmm. but it's the same yeah and you, and if it's not the same that's called fraud <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> numbers are great in that way you know <laughs> dude but uh no i'm really i'm really glad that, that you came on and talking about all this so at this point so how did how did you start the company like how did you meet your business partner how did you network in the in this way like a lot of people when they start a business they're like dude i don't even know how to find a partner i don't know how to do a a few things like this yeah so uh my business partner actually met at the call center same one that i met george at so (laughs) yeah it was uh it yielded a lot of uh returns for me at that that's good uh, my first business was all partners that i had found in the car dealership yeah yeah exactly and so i found him and then we just kind of went for it and everything and then yeah as far as i mean network's my passion and my what I thrive on. And so, um, like right now, the way that I'm doing business is a lot of tattoo conventions. So just going out there and, uh, meeting a lot of different artists, shop owners, just putting ourselves out there. We're getting booths, we're hanging our displays and signs and becoming sponsors of different shows and and different things like that. But yeah, it's, uh, honestly the tattoo industry is one of the craziest industries in so many different ways. One being like the tattoo industry is the only industry where, you can have every personality across the board be successful. So you can have the shy, introverted, you know, mm-hmm. artist that doesn't like people as much be super successful. As, you know, on the opposite mm-hmm. end, you can have the super outgoing and, you know, somebody that can sell themselves really well and then just everybody in between. So, you know, sales, like I said, you have to have a certain type of personality. Mm-hmm. Tattoo industry, not so much. If you can put out yeah, great you, art. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're a good artist, I don't really care. Doesn't, plus, doesn't plus, matter. it doesn't really matter. Like, I don't care about your personality. Yeah. That much. Yeah. Like, this is going on my body forever, huh? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give really... Me the, give me the yeah, best you tattoo need to possible. Like, yeah, you need to give me the best tattoo. Yep. So that, that's one way that the industry is kind of different. But also... Um, it's a very uh, guarded industry in the sense that, you okay. know, there's the apprenticeships where, you know, the knowledge is getting passed down between artist and, you know, the mentor and the the apprentice and everything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. And so when you come in outside of the industry and you're not an artist, like I got a lot of pushback. I got a lot of people telling me like my ideas were never going to work. They wouldn't even give me the time of day, like got snubbed quite a bit. And so, mm, yeah, it's uh, now that we've so been it's like, it a so while, it's a pretty like. Yeah, mm, I don't know how to it's, it. it's kind of like the boys club. You know, yeah, if you're not okay, part yeah. of the boys club, then you're not in the club. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So, if you've, yeah, that makes sense. And so, yeah, it's, it's changing a lot. I, I refer to the tattoo industry as the wild west. Like, uh, yeah, 
Oh yeah, like there's not a lot of regulations. There, there's not a lot of regulations. They don't answer I mean, a to little anybody. Bit, yeah, it's getting, it's it's changing a lot now. But like in uh, Utah, it's a little more regulated than other places. Yeah, I think. Oregon is like super regulated. So there's some places that are super, and then others like, like yeah, Texas and Arizona that are the wild west. Yeah, the wild the wild west. Yeah, so tattoo Okay. Yeah, but now they're now they're stepping up and coming into business. So where a lot of different industries have already picked up on, uh, you know, automating their processes and email marketing and you know having systems in place and everything like that they're finally coming to where a lot of other businesses are have already gone yeah and so now when you step in with business like yeah it was an uphill battle i've been doing it for three years now but now people know who we are we've been around they see other people using the service and yeah so it's changing that way but it's it's been a struggle you know yeah I've, well i can only imagine i mean it, with anybody right like um but i bet i bet it's getting a little easier now that you've been in a little bit more little bit longer time how long have you had the business so so i've been doing this for four years now and then started the business three years ago so i worked with the one artist for a full okay. year and then uh started the business three years ago about so oh that's pretty sweet yeah so no i've been doing it a while i've been i had a lot yeah. of ups and downs and, and been, do you sell it as like a monthly subscription yeah yeah exactly so we have the the system that we offer to artists and their uh assistants or booking managers uh, we offer that for a monthly service. And then if you want to use our booking manager service, so if you don't want to go out and find somebody yourself, because a lot of the time they'll just find, you know, their friend, their neighbor, yeah, their, their cousin, like, their homie. Book for me? Yeah. And yeah, they do an okay job, but we specialize in it where, you know, we run the system. We know how to talk tattoos, talk to clients. Ask oh, for okay. Money, so so. you're a full service booking system oh, We're a system full too. service. Yeah. So, so you can so be like, hey, I'm a new tattoo artist. Take care of my booking. Yep, exactly. Handle all yeah. of my client interactions. <laughs> we'll book, we'll schedule, we'll go over prices, we'll take the deposit, we'll do all of that. Yeah. Um, and then we just take a percentage of the total cost of the tattoo on that side of things. Oh, okay. so, so yeah, so we... Uh, I mean, we're, we're going far with it. So we started booking, but we were moving into marketing. I uh, want to get into social media, just basically be the go-to for any you tattoo be like, Yeah. You want to be like, Hey, if you, if you're a tattoo artist, we're, we're it. We yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do the business side of it. Dude, let us do it. You know what's <laughs> like, so crazy? Okay. Let me tell you, you know, it's so I'm crazy, <laughs> man, because people don't get this side of the, so I, I launched a recently launched a course. This is not a shameless plug. This is, has a tie. This ties into okay. what because a lot of people don't like to don't like this idea of like almost like being an assistant. Like if a tattoo like shop came to you, you'd mm -hmm. be like their assistant. Like we'll Absolutely. take care of everything. Yep. Like, all right, you tattoo and we'll be your marketing. We'll be your whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right? People are so crazy about like I, I so I'm a virtual assistant on the side. Like, so I'll go up to a business owner and do everything they don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I, so I put a course together to show people like, Hey, if you want to like, so like tattoo, mm -hmm. you want to, you want to get into the tattoo industry, but you're not a good artist, but you love it. You want to like contribute. Yeah. What do you do? You do what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, okay. How about I do, how about Mr. T Mr. And Mrs. Tattoo artist? Mm -hmm. How about I do all the shit that you don't want to do? Yep. I'll do it for you and I'll whatever. Right. Yep. Like, I don't know why people, and I get so much pushback. Why would anybody want to do that? I'm like, why the, wouldn't you want to do yeah. that? Like, <clears throat> why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. No, you make money, you get to be around dope artists, art. Like that's, that's really what my, you my get to be around is. cool art. Yeah. Art. I love art, any type, any medium, like yeah. I all about it. Like I think that every, everything in everyday life can be art. It just depends on how it is or what it is and how you look at it and everything. And so, yeah, being able to be around the art and not be an artist myself, people ask me like, do you ever want a tattoo? Absolutely not. Like I, <laughs> I will never be a tattoo artist. Like I uh, appreciate what they do. I have a lot of knowledge, and if I wanted yeah. to sit down and tattoo, I'd probably do a halfway decent job. But that's just 
not my passion. Business is yeah. my passion. So let me handle the business side of it so that, you know, as a tattoo artist, you don't have to. Yeah, so, exactly. Yep. So, and, and I mean, that's like a great way to, to do things that you want to do. Cause like, I would never be a tattoo artist, but to be around people like that, to be in that crowd and, and then just be the guy who's like, Hey, he'll do it all for you. Yeah. Like that's a great place to be. Oh yeah. That's a yep. great spot to be in. Not only that, I don't, I don't ever have to censor myself at my job. Like I, some of the gnarliest conversations come at work, you know, because yeah. again, no regulation. They don't answer to anybody. There's no boss. There's no HR department. Like we That's true, yeah, literally can talk about, and sometimes like I've been in some shops, like the, the artists that I work with and shops that I work with are very respectable, but there's sometimes I've walked into shops and I'm just like, this is a really uncomfortable conversation right now. I'm yeah, this uh, get, it gets pretty gnarly. Oh, huh? it can get, yeah, really yeah, gnarly, but. <laughs> but to my point that I was making earlier, yeah, I get, get to let my freak flag fly. So, yeah. Why yeah. not? Do, yeah. do what you gotta do. Yeah. And there's a tattooing's big in Utah. Oh, it's know? huge. It's, it's so I work with it's artists really and markets all across the nation and Utah is one of the best markets. Yeah. So, like to get a tattoo. In? Yep. So, so Salt Lake, Utah, uh, Dallas, Texas, Austin, Texas, uh, Florida. There's some spots in Florida. Yeah. It's just interesting to see all the markets, but yeah, yeah. some markets are definitely better than others, but to your point, Utah, great market for yeah dude when i was looking at frost city mm -hmm. um they were the ones that i wanted to go to for my for my tattoo for a few different reasons but the biggest one was uh they're all polynesian mm -hmm. so they you know the, you get a pretty authentic polynesian oh, yeah. tattoo when you yeah they know what they're doing yeah yeah, for yeah sure. they do. and fred is booked out till like oh, 2025 yeah. dude for real that's crazy <laughs> it is i don't bad. know how he manages like i don't know, know how, how, do you, how like yeah, how do you manage your life at that I, point? well your life but I, as a person you're like oh, i'm getting my tattoo in two years you might not even want a tattoo in two yeah, years bro no for sure i i mean i don't know like I, I, for a tattoo for me wasn't like a whimsical thing it was mm -hmm. like oh one day i'm gonna yeah get a tattoo like it was very intentional and so yep. i knew that i knew what i was doing but for some people it would be like hey I get a tattoo by Fred Frost in six months, but in yeah. a year you're like, man, nah, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> talk about two years, three years, you know, Much it's less. yeah, pretty crazy. But uh, but they have a lot of people flying from all over. Oh yeah. Cali. But yeah. Traveling's become much more normalized, not just at the Frost City, but really anywhere. a lot okay. of, yeah. So, I mean, that's, so uh, yeah, when I talk to people, like when you find an artist, don't be afraid to travel. Like, you know, make a, first off, save the money. Like tattoos aren't cheap, you no, know, like, not. and it, it's a luxury. <laughs> it's not a need, you know? Yeah. So it's uh. Like yes, yeah, and up and for spend it and, good and spend money for a good tattoo. Yeah, I think that's the only time you like. Okay, maybe yeah. you don't buy the brand name cereal, but don't buy buy the brand name tattoo. <laughs> like go to the artist that you know, want that yeah. you trust that yep. you like, and like that's the thing is like a lot of it is like, you know, for me, I looked through a lot of people. I mean, everybody at Frost was phenomenal, but I like Vili. Mm -hmm. I got a personal referral to Vili. Oh, nice. Um, and I just I like his style. He yeah. had a lot of. And that's what, and especially when you're like, all of this was freehand. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't oh, really yeah. draw it on. Yeah. Except there's, a, so there's a lily on my shoulder that, that I, he was like, you have a picture. I was like, yeah, here. Um, other than that though, everything else was like, yeah. his stuff. you know, you kind of, you know, it's him, custom. Yeah. Well, and it flows with your body too. And uh, like everybody's yeah. body is different, the yeah. curves and different things like that. So and that's when dude, that's the cool crazy. thing about Polynesian tribal for sure. Yeah. It's so, just crazy, man. Yeah. But, but people, yeah. I do have a friend though who walked into a tattoo shop. I got a little tattoo in like one day though. Yeah. He, they, some of them can be really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them can. <laughs> yeah. It uh, just depends. But uh, yeah, we, we try and help people as much as possible get the best tattoo as What's possible. What's the biggest tattoo you've ever sourced? Like, uh, what, what was the biggest one? Like, uh, like, I, well, I mean, so, I mean, I guess I've, 
I've had, you know, people tattoo every part of their body for the most part since yeah. I've been doing this. But my little brother, actually, he's never been tattooed. And he came to me and he's like, hey, bro, I want to get half my back tattooed. And oh, uh, I was like, OK, cool. And uh, he's in law school now. He was in the Marines and got out and now is in law school at oh, the U. Cool. And uh, yeah, he's he's killing it. But uh, <laughs> uh, he's like, yeah, I want to get half my back tattooed. And I was like, cool, we'll find an artist for you. And then later yeah. he came back and he's like, no, actually, I want my full back tattooed. And I was like, even better. What's up, everybody? I wanted to interrupt this podcast to let you know about a new course that I recently launched called Starting Your Own Virtual Assistant Agency. And it's absolutely wonderful. It worked wonders for me. Uh, it made me over 1500 bucks a month in steady income that I could do on the side. And this course is for everybody who wants to network. Maybe you're a stay-at-home parent. Maybe you want to break into another industry. This is exactly how you do it. I'm going to teach you how to start it up how to land your first client, negotiate first deal, uh, what skills you need, all that good stuff. You can find the link for that in the description below of this podcast. And when you use code THINK10, you can save 10% off any package. On top of all of that, when you buy a package, you get lifetime updates absolutely free. And really, it's the most affordable way to start a business. So what are you waiting for? Click that link in the description below, and I'll see you guys on the other side. And yeah. uh, this is his first tattoo, never even been tattooed before. But I was like, hey, I have these two artists that want to do a collaboration together. Would you be down to have them do a collaboration? And when that happens, you have two tattoo artists tattooing you at the same time. Yes. So, so I've seen that. Yeah, That's so, gnarly, dude. Yeah. So he's never been tattooed. No. Nope. He's going full nope. back piece. Uh, so he, it gets even and crazier. Two, and, two, and two needles at the same time. Uh, no. Two needles at the same no. time, two oh, days in a row. Like he's, yeah, I was like, bro, you're, you're the Marine side of you better come on out because. This I don't is, even know if that would be enough. Yeah. No, he's uh he's a tough I'm sure, kid. I'm sure, he did yeah. a, I'm sure he did great. But for me, I would never. Oh, he hasn't done it quite yet. So he's actually <laughs> upcoming. So he hasn't. No, 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 no. Yeah. So this, this uh, is in February. So February. Uh, he'll be getting it done and, uh, and everything. But, uh, shoot. yeah, luckily he came at it right because, uh, you know, I told him it's going to cost and everything <laughs> like that, but he's yeah. like, do you think a $10,000 budget is a good budget for a back piece? And I was like, that's perfect. Like you're, you're in the market, you know, yeah. like it could be less, could be more depends on, you know, what how you big want, it is details, colors, all that stuff. Yeah. But, but a lot of people don't realize you want a full back piece. It can easily be 10,000 plus dollars. You yeah. know, it depends on the artist. Yeah, style. A whole sleeve it fro a whole sleeve it. Uh, frost city is, four or five grand yeah exactly yep yeah. yep exactly to get your whole arm done yep yep so and it's like four sessions yeah so like you said uh pay good money you know good yeah. tattoos aren't cheap and cheap tattoos typically just aren't good so yeah, yeah just, <laughs> right dude yeah. bro i can't believe that two needles at the same time i want it it's on my bucket list so i've done i've done two days in a row three days in a row now i'm waiting for Two, 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 needles, two needles, but I plan on doing time. my whole back stomach. I want a uh, collaboration oh, from yeah, two no, artists. Thank and, you. Yeah, no, no, I'll finish my arm. <laughs> I'll finish my arm and that's it. For I'm me. going for the bodysuit though. Like I'm going to, yeah, okay, well yeah, good for you, dude. Yeah, yeah, good for you, man. I, I'm not, it gives, it gives me judge. street cred. Okay. Like <laughs> I, I believe I got, you. I got my neck tattooed and my hand tattooed and like the way the artist talked to me afterwards was completely different. Like, well, yeah, I think because, but, but what I've heard though is you can't get you can't only have a neck tattoo or a hand tattoo. Yeah, no, it's you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like so you, it has to be 
along with everything. So there's else. a name for this. Are you ready? So uh, it's, it's called the Seattle sweater. And it's, uh, it's those hipsters that only get their necks and only get their hands. So when they're wearing a sweater, it looks like they're, they're fully it looks blasted. Like they're all tattoos. But they take it off and they don't and have not. any. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I heard. So, so yeah, so that's true then. You yeah. can't do that. That's, I mean, well, you most can, artists, yeah, if you came to an artist and you're like, I want a face tattoo for my first tattoo or I want a hand tattoo, yeah. most respectable artists will say no. Uh, will say no. Like, nah, you need to. Like get, a, get, get some a, tattoos other places and like you or know. like or like yeah you don't even have a you want a face tattoo but you don't even have like a tattoo that people can see period exactly and now you're wanting to go for your face like i'll yeah. i don't know if i'll ever do my face like i can't say never but sure it'll come way later down the line i have more places that i want to cover than my yeah. face so yeah. like yeah to go for your face on the first one is like that's kind of okay, gnarly, Post huh? Malone. Like, yeah. come on now. Which is, but Post Malone can do it because every piece of his body's tattooed. Well, and, and, he, and he has Malone's money. Like, yeah. you know, he doesn't have to care what people think. Right. At that point. Good point. So, Good point. Yeah, a he's lot got, of these kids. He's will got come a few money, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <gasps> kids will come out and be like, hey, "I'm going to be a rapper." Well, just wait. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> you how might. About you, yeah. How about start, you get everything else tattooed and be a successful rapper still? Like, you don't have to have a face tattoo, and then get a face. Well, yeah, I would say you can. I said I. I would say that there are some places that. You get tattooed when you have fu money. When it doesn't yeah. matter. If, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean. Yeah. Or if you're gonna stay in like the tattoo, because I'm sure people in the tattoo industry don't really care if you have. No, like tattoo. I said, it's it's yeah. street cred. Yeah. yeah. If I, if I, the more I get tattooed, the more credible I am. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I want to finish my arm, but I'm happy with my arm. Yeah, it looks good. I yeah. mean, yeah, it looks amazing. They like I said, they all do great work. And, and he, yeah, he. Well, well worth the money that you paid for it without a doubt yeah so so, so i'm excited i'm probably gonna have to go back i'm probably gonna have to find somebody in frost city to or Vili again but i'm just gonna have to wait it's just yeah. like freak bro yeah yeah gotta get on there it's pretty it's pretty crazy yeah the artists but, that i work with i don't i don't do that for our artists uh yeah i tell them book three months in advance and then close your books like create a waiting list like not only that but if if their books if they have a long enough waiting list or they're booked out far enough like it's at that point raise your price it's supply and demand yeah, like yeah. Might, it might be crappy for some of the people that can't afford the price raise but it's like you know your how do you is yeah desirable you yeah know? and you well and it's tough like yeah i don't know how they do it i know they uh, i know they do it though yeah it's yeah. just tough it is it's just but but it, hey but i'm also i said this earlier today but i'm like i'm from iowa so if it's not broke don't fix it dude. yeah no <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like if it works for you guys that that whole thing right there is why i've had such a hard time because tattoo artists are like well my system works why do i need yours oh, okay because i'm yeah. gonna save you a lot of time with my system like <laughs> well yeah how many hours you spend in a week on booking like, yeah yeah so, well yeah that there you go yeah exactly. you gotta sell it dude but but that's that's funny I just meant specifically for like the Frost City because it works. I mean, those guys, oh, for sure. they don't care. Yeah. I'll book five. I'll book 10. And if you don't want it. Yeah. I'll keep your deposit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They like do. you said, two years later, if you're not ready for the tattoo or whatever the case may be. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll find somebody else to fill that spot. And it spot. sucks because you can't, if you don't book now, somebody else will book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's not book. stopping. It's not like you, <laughs> well, if I don't book, nobody else is going to book. Everybody else feels the same way as me. Like, yeah, nah, nah, I doubt they're, it. They're still, I would. They're still I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, okay, there you go, dude. <laughs> exactly. So. That's awesome, bro. Well, dude, it sounds like you guys are freaking crushing it, man. I'm glad that we, I'm glad that we talked, but, but I want to ask you more about this. So your brother is getting a big back piece as his first tattoo. First tattoo. Bro, that's insane. Yeah. Oh gosh. I saw somebody doing that at Frost, like double. Uh -huh. Like they were working on some lettering on this guy. Yeah, yeah. 
I yeah. was like, see, I've heard, uh, I've that, heard man. that either it helps because your brain doesn't know where to focus the on the pain. Yeah, it, it goes one way or the other. Either you can't focus on both needles, so it's not that bad, or you're focusing on both needles and it's just horrendous. Terrible. You know, and so, but I've yeah. heard that throughout, uh, you know, that process that you'll hit both points where you know it's very easy. But that's how it is with tattoos. Like I'm sure on your arm, there were points where you're like, oh, I can barely even feel that. That's not. Yeah, that I was bad. like, there were some points where I was like, I, you know, I was doing whatever and i was like oh okay oh wow you did a lot dude i didn't even yeah, realize that. yeah you know? exactly and so. then there was some where i was like hey you know what was weird for me i had to like look at him tattooing me mm. and it didn't hurt as bad yeah i don't know why yeah yeah i really like if i looked away it hurt like the hell. unexpected i guess you know you don't know yeah. where, when he's going to touch down like and where when he's going to stop like, yeah, stop like, all that stuff even though yeah. even though it wasn't really stopping like this is dark dude oh but, yeah like but I would just look at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to be careful sometimes. Some people will look and you may end up with a face tattoo if you get too, depending <laughs> yeah. like if he's up here, like, you know, he keep looking over. Oh, yeah. Him, no, like, when he was on my shoulder, I, but my shoulder didn't hurt that bad. It was right, right down here, mm-hmm. right down here and on the and on the inside. Oh, my, yeah. my, the back of my arm didn't, wasn't too bad. Um, near the armpit. That one's always a dicey, yeah. Oh, dicey yeah. spot. Up here. So like not in my armpit, but I had but yeah, like, pretty close to it. But right down there, yep. yeah, that hurt. I'm going yeah. directly in the armpit. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. thank you. I'm gonna Gosh. get a, I'm gonna get a ge- <laughs> geometric snowflake. Hey, hey, so when I before I got a tattoo, I was like, I would look at these tattoos. I'd be like, bro, that's sick, yeah. that's sick. And then and now after a tattoo, all I can say is like, that hurt. <laughs> I know that hurt. Dude, you know what I'm oh. saying? I go, bro, that hurt. The most painful one for me palm yeah that would yeah it's just it's a different type of skin and it like 15 minutes but 15 minutes of pure agony like i had to stop yeah. like three times like yeah gonna pass out like oh boy. dude tattoo sweats are real oh yeah <laughs> i get cold too so i sweat and then it's a cold sweat and it's just yeah it's not it's not not good for anybody well, i guess it's good for everybody but uh, but me, i did you know. i got like a whole thing after i did that after i did that one it was like 11 or 12 the tattoo flu yeah i did yeah uh-huh. so that, that's yep. an actual thing like yeah tattoo you, flu. Your body goes into shock. I like got you, fever. It's, it's not normal for your body to go through what you just went through. And so, yeah, uh, super yeah, like you, long amounts of pain. But hey, cool thing though. I got out of work because yeah. of COVID. I was like, hey, I have a fever. Yeah. And they're like, don't come did. to work. Yeah. And I really did. I was yeah. like, I but have a fever. It to be from the tattoo. But it was from the, <laughs> yeah. And I told them that. I was like honest with them. I was like, hey, look, dude, I have like, I got tattooed yesterday. This is pretty normal. Yeah. But I have a fever. You know, I have chills, whatever. They're like, yeah, don't come in. Yeah. I was like, Right on. Sweet deal. <laughs> <laughs> they did make me go get a COVID test. It was obviously negative. Yeah. Um. But uh. But anyway, that was that was bananas, dude. But but what's it like? What's the other? What's another big crazy? Like people text you like, "This is what I want." Like they want something that starts like right here on their side and goes all the way down to like their ankle or something, dude. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you get it all. Like I've I've been doing this long enough and worked with enough artists now yeah. that like there's yeah there's been all sorts of crazy stuff like uh. One girl wanted uh, like a fairy with her tits out and like <laughs> and like did it right on the side of her hip and everything like that. And then Ooh, literally like, Ow. oh, yeah, that, that I'm sure that wasn't fun. But no like way. before it was even healed, she's like, yeah, I want to get this covered. Like just crazy girl. Like it was. Uh, oh, yeah, really? it was. Yeah, it was. It was very interesting. He- yeah, you like, got to heal. Let it heal. Dude. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, she was can. just. uh she thought she knew what she wanted and then didn't. And then I think she covered it with another type of fairy is what she covered. Like it, she was uh, just, just it, there's more than anything that yeah, interesting clients like doing weird stuff that like a lot of people don't know, like etiquette, you know, etiquette of the industry, because yeah. like I said, it's guarded secrets. It's not, it hasn't been very welcoming in the past and it's getting that way. Yeah. Most people don't know how to 
research their artists, you know, what yeah. to expect when they show up, all of that stuff. And so, yeah, yeah a lot of people. Well, are, and you know, what's funny is like, I guess, and I, and I don't know this girl's situation, but so I'm not going to say her specifically, but like people like that mm-hmm. who get crazy tattoos and then go crazy, you know, and they get just wild stuff on them. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's part of what gives tattoos like a bad rap. Can. Yeah. Well, because like, I don't know, like you, we all have pretty, like you and I have pretty respectable tattoos. Like, it, yeah. like I look at you, I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Right. Like we have cool stuff. It's pretty fun to look at. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had people both tattoo arms tattooed. They got like the koi fish and like, yeah. the flowers and stuff. I'm like, that's, that's cool. And yeah. like, that's pretty, but then you get like these wild tattoos and you're like, come on. I mean, it's your, I mean, I'm not saying don't oh. do whatever you want, but I'm like, that, that gives me a, <laughs> you know, cause then you say like, yeah, I got a tattoo and they, the, they think flower with, you know, yeah. like fairy with whatever. Yep. Right. It's like, no, I got it. This is a nice tattoo, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's uh there's some artists out there that specialize in photo realism. <laughs> like, yeah, just like, but they're, they're tattooing like girls and like, yeah. you know, just their legs you, spread and stuff like that. And it's done extremely well, but it's like, why did you do that? Why would like, <laughs> and my, my thing is, is to each their own. Like everybody has yeah, their own, like, it's not my fair. body. I really don't care. Like it, yeah. it doesn't and make I'm the same way. to me one way or another, but just yeah. why? Like, yeah. I'm the same yeah. way, but it's, it's also, but I, I just feel like, and this is just my opinion and you know, take it for what it is. I don't, it probably doesn't mean anything, but like, all I'm saying is like, so you get all these people who do crazy tattoos and then you just tell somebody like I got a tattoo and they think they default to these crazy people. Yeah. You know what I'm yep, saying? Yep, for sure. And it's like, come on. I No, I have a, it's a great tattoo. Yeah. There's a lot of meaning behind it. Well, and the Polynesian tattoos are a little different, but you know, yeah. it's like, no, this is all Polynesian. I am Polynesian. Yeah. So I know I don't look like it. I was going to say, yeah. well, yeah. Uh, what, what? Uh, Hawaiian. Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's yeah. Cool. So Hawaiian. Um, and my dad is uh, Russian. Okay, gotcha. So that's, that's what happens the when Russian your parents. Came in strong. Yeah, that's what happens when your parents meet at BYU. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll definitely do it yeah. without a doubt. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, the industry's changing a lot. It's becoming cool. a lot more accepting, you know. And <clears throat> a lot of the the people that the older generation that are not as accepting, you know, they're retiring. They're they're starting to kick the bucket and move on. And so, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and I feel like it's been that way for a few years. Like when I was yeah. hiring salespeople and we, I mean, we were selling cars in Bountiful, bro. Yeah. We we're selling cars at Honda, which gotcha. is a, which is a, 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 like on the, right on the edge of like luxury consumer because yeah. it's definitely not the cheapest car. No, no right? for sure. So we're selling pretty expensive cars in Bountiful. Mm-hmm. And I even, I even had guys with tattoos. I'd be like, eh. and customers didn't care. Well, no. we were serving the Bountiful, but you're familiar with yeah, Bountiful? Yeah, yeah we were I ser- grew up in Bountiful. Okay, yeah, we're yeah. serving the Bountiful bench. Yeah. And I got people with tattoos slinging 20 cars a month. Yeah. Nobody cares. No, nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares. And we didn't make them cover them up. Yeah. We, I mean, we didn't want like anything crazy. So yeah. if you had something crazy, like maybe you should cover that up. Yeah. But if you had tattoos, no, no one Yeah, cared. it wasn't a big deal. Hang out. Yeah. If you had a naked chick, <laughs> you had a naked chick on your arm, I might ask you to cover yeah. that up. But- I feel like anybody. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's funny that uh, you say, you know, you're serving the bountiful bench. Like that's where I grew up. And, oh, yeah. yeah. So now, you know, when I go home to my parents' house, I got dreads, tattoos, like, you know, that I grew up in that house. So pe- the neighbors, I don't know if they recognize me still. Like they may look yeah. at me and be like, oh, but like if they actually see they're like, oh, my gosh, that's Chase. Like what? And so it's just it's funny that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've I've always been the black sheep oddball that sticks out. So, yeah, but but. And it used to be that tattoos would make you that, but now I just don't see it anymore. No. It's like, all right, go, nope. go get a tattoo. Nope, like exactly. no one really cares. It doesn't, I don't know. And I'm, and I'm religious. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still pretty, well, I don't know. Okay. I'll tell you this. 
I never, what were you going to say, Ben? Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, I, I used to consider myself like a super religious person, like mm-hmm. in Iowa, I'd be like, yeah, I'm super religious. Then I came here and I'm like, I <laughs> nah, just, well, it's not the yeah. same. Yeah, you know no, what I'm saying? Different. You're like yep. a super religious person here. Isn't the same as a suit. Like, yeah, bro. I had, I had people in my ward growing up in Keokuk who would go out like in between, like I'm LDS. They would go in between like was three hour church. They'd go in between hours, have a smoke break yeah. and come back for yeah. class. And we'd be like, great, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Addiction is real. <laughs> like, do what you got to do. It will, you know, we'll help you out if you want to quit. Yeah. But here it's just different. Bro. It is different. And it's... so now I don't even, now it's like, I don't know what I am, bro. <laughs> I mean, I grew up, uh, I, 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 I grew up that way. And like, yeah, no, I get it. It's uh, very different outside of Utah than it is inside of yeah. Utah. And it's just like, yeah, a lot of people, especially in Utah, they forget. It's like, you can be LDS and not live by every standard because guess what? People yeah. aren't perfect. Or or like, like, you know? or like and, and not only that, but it's not about like, it's about your, like, so for Bountiful, it's like your standard. Yeah. Like, that's not everywhere, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. We, we might believe in the same thing, but we practice it very differently. Oh, yeah. You know what yep. I mean? Absolutely. Because like, I, bro, I was like, I'm getting a tattoo. They're like what and I'm like, it's not a big deal yeah, i'm like let me time out dude yep. like let me remind you of a few things <clears throat> you know it's just crazy it is yep. it's bananas but uh and actually it's funny junior and i talked about that when we went on that show uh, and then he came on mine he, he he him and dre came on we spent a, we spent a quite a while and uh and yeah he's he's uh we talked about that and i was like just crazy dude. it is Yep. I don't know. Times are changing. Yep. I they know. are. Well, and it's good though. It's yeah. good. Like we need to start getting rid of some of this archaic. It's pretty crazy that none of my tattoos has changed my personality. Like <laughs> what? Yeah. You're like, like hey, that's yeah. weird, dude. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, I just, you got to learn and you, you know, and, and people would be like, a tattoo is going to be there forever. You're like, yeah, that's kind of the point. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, right. but, but you know, but you know, but it's funny that, that we'll, that we'll say that about tattoos, mm-hmm. but we won't say that about maybe something different. Yeah. Like, you know, um, I don't know. I can't even think right now. I got this head cold, dude. It's not the vid. It's not the vid. <laughs> ben liked that one. But anyway, but you know what I mean? Like we don't, we don't, uh, we don't say that about other things. Like yeah, it's only no. like tat- tattoos are going to be there forever. Yeah. It's going to be there forever. Like, but if you make it like, I don't know, it's. It's, uh, well, I guess the way that I think about it is, uh, when you have a motorcycle, everybody always has oh, something yeah. to say about having a motorcycle. I so, a motorcycle so there's certain things like that, but then like you said, there's other things oh, where they just dude. don't bring it up. What? Oh, my wife got more flack about getting a, me getting a tattoo than I did. Oh, seriously? Like, well, like I didn't care. I was yeah, like, yeah. whatever, dude. I'm like, I, and most of the people that I hang around with, like I very intentional about who I hang around mm-hmm. with. So when my friend circle found out I was getting a tattoo, they were like, okay, okay cool. Yeah. It was not a big deal. Mm-hmm. They're like, what are you getting? And my wife though, so my, so I got, I have, I got a motorcycle. I had my tattoo. Yeah. Like it was like a nice Harley. It was sweet, dude. Like <laughs> I, and I, oh, that was it. Right. And, and she got more flack about me getting a Harley and getting a tattoo. They're like, you let your husband do that. And I was like, let, <laughs> let me, let me yeah. do like, that. What? I was what like, you... my wife can do whatever she wants yeah. and I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I've never, human existence. It's, dude, like... it's crazy. Like, but I've never got like, you know, my wife will like, she likes to do all the DIY stuff. So mm-hmm. she, she likes to do things and, and get things. And, um, you know, and I've never, as a man, I've never gotten like, you let your wife do that. But, it, but as like, why, yeah. like wives in that circle, like you let your husband do that. Like, what the heck is it? Yeah. Like, we're not, uh, anyway, yeah. dude, it's bananas. Yeah, it is bananas. She got, she got more flack for me getting a tattoo than yeah, I That's pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> 
and it's just it's just crazy dude um do you do you ever have people immediately <laughs> like text you the next day like i didn't want that this tattoo wasn't how i wanted very very rarely does it happen i mean yeah. that's that's part of what we're there for is because we're you kind of educating yeah. and making sure that they understand the process how it works like what they're getting you know different things like and, that and, so. and do you tell do you are you like pretty candid with people when they want a certain tattoo like oh, yeah. if somebody came up to you and you're like that's a wild tattoo do you tell them like hey bro you know that's wild right? oh yeah absolutely yeah okay. no there's well, like mean, a face tattoo like i want a face tattoo do you have any other tattoos yeah there, no, there's probably a way should... to be tactful about it sure you know? sure, Just sure like sure, sure, any sure. any cells there's a certain way to go about it but yeah, yeah. there's a you know, of somebody course. coming to you with a terrible idea that's just not <laughs> going to work. Like you have to tell them it's a terrible idea that's not going to work without hurting yeah. their feelings. You Actually, know? So, Angelo told me that. Yeah. So I wanted like I, when I first came to him, I wanted like like a a three quarter sleeve would come to like right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, hey, can I have it end like right here, like a little bit, you know, just right below my elbow, yeah, a little yeah. bit above. And he was like, yeah, that looked terrible. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Yeah. So, like, okay, sometimes sometimes you can just put it out there, but when it's uh, well, so he was pretty tactful, but that yeah, he said it differently. Yeah, Angelo Angelo was good, but he was like basically that's what he said. He's like, yeah, no, nah, nah. it work. Yeah, you have to tell people like I'm not I'm not gonna let somebody put something on their body that I think that they're gonna re regret later. Like yeah, you know, and sometimes we give advice and people don't want to listen to it and hear it, and like, nah, they nah, get nah, the nah. tattoo and they love the tattoo, but it doesn't look good. Like, and from my point of view, it's like I see it. It could have been done way better. Like, yeah, if you would have just yeah, if you if you would have just listened to us or the artist or you know whatever the yeah. case may be. But at the end of the day, if they love it, then that's all that matters. It's yeah, on their, okay. it's on yeah. their body. But <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. But you're like mm -hmm. a lot of people also think that just because they're throwing money at an artist and a tattoo artist has to do what they say. Yeah, no. And it's like no, that that's no, not no. the case. Like first off, they're super busy. They don't necessarily need your money cuz there's the next, you know, Four guys Joe down the to, road yeah. that is going Four to guys pay the money. Them. Yeah, exactly. And so um yeah, there's there's a lot of different uh, ideas. Again, like a lot of people are just ignorant. They just don't understand or know or and that's why we're trying to educate them and, you know, put put people on yeah. the right way into the right artist. <laughs> yeah, and so, so that's so that's the main point is like getting people yeah. to the right yep. to the right artist, which is like you wouldn't think that was a big deal, but it is. Yeah. It is a big deal. It's a huge deal. And and yeah, and like you're also like that artist is represented on your arm. Like yeah. who did that? Yeah. Bailey you're you're that. a walking billboard. Yeah. So why why not trust the artist that you already looked at their work and liked their work? Why would you not trust what they're telling you? Because they're the expert. <laughs> like you said, you're a walking billboard. Why would they want to put yeah. something on your body that doesn't look good that now represents them? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're wearing it, but still. Like this is an artist yeah. art. Have you ever have you ever had a tattoo artist go like, no, I'm not gonna do that? Oh, absolutely. You know, no, no, that that happens all the time. All the time. Oh yeah, okay. all the time, hundred okay. percent. But that's we're we're the gatekeeper, so we know what our artists want to do, and anything oh, that they okay. don't want to do, we tell them no. So we tell people no all the time. Like, yeah, they're like, no, dog, mm. that's not. Gonna work. Yeah, go check another artist that's in the shop, or you know, we have other artists that we can recommend. Like this is just yeah. not the right artist for the piece that you want so, yeah okay yeah, yeah. and is and is it does it have to do with maybe like what they what they want on there or if it's not their style style is a big one size is another one like some artists are only working on larger projects like sleeves and back pieces and so somebody comes mm -hmm. in with like a pinterest tattoo or an infinity sign or dandelion blowing off and oh, it just, yeah. that's just not what they're doing like and there's other artists that are that will doing do that, that. Yeah, like yeah. yeah so it's not they're not being rude by saying no it's sure. just like just like if, if you had to do something every single day that you hated, you'd probably quit doing it. So artists yeah. now have to pick the pieces that they want to do so they can continue to love what it is that they're doing. Yeah, so, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, well, and I actually met um, some people in like the permanent makeup industry mm -hmm. who do who pivot like they added tiny tattoos to their. Don't get me started <laughs> on that. 
Oh, I did though, dude. Well, did. because the the permanent makeup is is a it looks like a tattoo to me. It looked like a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. You're using a you're using a tattoo machine to lay it in. It's mm-hmm. but the technique is different. Yeah, it's uh, all different. The, the yep. ink. Uh, is oh no, different. no, no. Listen, like, I am very aware that it is not the same. Let but me, I let me just tell you things. I, like, <laughs> I just I just it just blew my mind. I was like, mm, yeah. I don't know if I'd go to my makeup art. Well, listen, all power to him. The the um. The lady who the the woman who runs the the shop there and teaches mm. the people how to do it, she's a badass. Dude. She is, yeah. But, and uh, but I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Tiny tattoos. They're uh, but listen, bro, it's a huge controversy huge. in Utah, like all across the nation. I think I don't know, but like I think that the the tattoo schools they do like, like they're doing. <laughs> yeah, they they started in Utah, so like there's there's yeah. pages like uh I think it's called Utah Safe Tattoos is one and they are there strictly to basically say hey don't go to these tiny tat artists like they were they're they're certified but that certification means nothing like you can really screw somebody's body up like you can scar them you can have infection you can like yeah tattooing is a surgical procedure like they're yeah. like in uh yeah. in Japan you had to have a doctor like you had to be basically be called the doctor in order to do tattoos and so like it it literally is surgery like you're opening yeah, skin oh yeah, we're bleeding. like yeah, yeah you're bleeding blood, there's yep. plasma splatter there's so yeah to to make sure that everything's yeah. safe the procedures yeah. are correct but yeah they're not teaching proper yeah. so like that and i don't think so to, just to be clear i know this lady she doesn't teach temporary tattoos okay she just has people that she's certified with other things mm. and that they have pivoted into that oh gotcha gotcha yeah. so no, she teaches sense. like um, eyebrows and like, yeah. See, that's that's like different. Stay in your lane. Like that. That's all yeah, my yeah, thing yeah. Is, is. So that's all she taught. But then, or, yeah. But then I had people. I met people who she was teaching who who pivoted into that. Yeah. No, and, this the, this lady who teaches like permanent makeup is a badass. But I was just like, ah, uh, yeah. When she told me that other people were doing that, yeah. We and and by the way, when we said that on the podcast, she, we both agreed that like that was wild. Yeah. Wild. No. So I, I'm actually. I'm I'm gonna put it out there right now. I'm I'm trying to get some regulations going. Like I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to get shop owners together because, like you said earlier, the the industry is not regulated, so no. it's going to get regulated. Like that's as things catch up with business and everything. Like I was saying earlier, it's going to get regulated. So we need well, a dude. group of people that have a voice that know how to regulate it the right way, yeah. so that you're not getting screwed over. Because if the yeah. government tries to regulate it without knowing what to regulate, it could really yeah, you get some screw the industry and then, yeah. over. Yeah. So well, yeah, you definitely need somebody to lobby for you guys. Yeah. Um, well, and that's and, what I, yeah, I want. I want. I'm. I started it right before COVID. We had yeah. three meetings where shop owners were coming out and then everything shut down and then I haven't picked it up since then. But uh, actually, some, well, and I'm sure regulation it. would help with their insurance. Yeah. Like put their insurance because I bet it's not cheap to insure a tattoo artist. Well, a lot of artists just don't insure themselves. Like, <laughs> that's again, that's, that's yeah, they scary, just, bro. it is. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like the, there's that's a lot scary, that, that needs to happen the right way. So yeah, yeah bringing these well, people together. Well, I mean, together. dude, that's, that's scary. Yeah. Because I sure. know some tattoo artists just take money, right? Mm-hmm. So like as an, as an accountant, like one of the things when you start a business is you get a separate bank account. Yeah. So you got to, so an LLC is o- is only there for like to separate the liability. Yeah. But when you start mixing personal and, and business money, there's no, there's no liability. There's no limited liability. Yeah. 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 There's no protection. Yep. And uh, yeah, if you mess somebody's tattoo up and they come after you, they're coming after, they have, they have the ability to come after everything. That's why you have an LLC. Do you know how often a client sues an artist? How, really? Never. No, Never. I'm saying it doesn't. Oh, happen. it really, okay. It, it, okay. you know, okay. honestly, when somebody gets a bad tattoo, they're, they're so embarrassed. They don't really want to pursue 
any like yeah they may reach out to the shop or the artist to try and either get their money back but at the end of the day like if an artist says no or a shop says no that's pretty much where it ends like yeah sorry okay. but it is what but it if, is but like, if there was like well i guess i guess it'd be really hard. I, I mean i guess it'd be really hard to prove either way like yeah. you'd have to do some gnarly stuff exactly like it just uh, it doesn't do it. really happen but yeah, i bet it'd uh, be hard yeah i bet it'd be hard but it's just like but it only takes one time for somebody to get a solid no. case and and just mm-hmm. a perfect storm to happen and i'm not saying it will will but all, all I'm saying is this, like, this is my accounting. Oh yeah. It's my legal the risk mind. management. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, and it's like, it just takes one time yeah. for somebody, for the perfect storm to happen. Yeah. And yeah. now, and now you got, and then, and then you'll be forced to regulate. Yeah. So why don't you jump out ahead of it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, and that's what I'm saying by yeah. getting this together, jump ahead of it, have a voice, like actually put yeah. together a proposal that says, here's what needs to be done. Unless you have these so, things, you can't be a tattoo artist, can't open a shop, you know, different things mm, like that. Okay. So, so like certain pr- procedures, like you got to have so many, yeah, so like I would think, I would think that, I mean, I don't know why it, I mean, you think about it like cosmetology, like hairdressers have yeah. regular, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. they're more regulated than tattoos. Oh, they are a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm yep. saying though? Mm-hmm. That's banana. That's wild. Yeah, dude. It is. Why? You know what I mean? And not to say that hair shouldn't be regulated. No. But, but but just saying this industry than, does it's need more, to, it's it, more it, than it, it needs to be regulated and needs to be regulated the correct way. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but yeah. it just it, think about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. You can get your body permanently tattooed forever, mm-hmm. and that that industry is not regulated. Like if somebody's shaped, well, I'm bald, but like like your hair comes back. Yeah, your you hair can't, comes you back. can't get rid of a tattoo. Cannot get rid of a tattoo. Well, yeah. I don't even. Does laser even really work? Yeah, laser works. Like, does he get rid of it or because pretty much? I mean, the laser does, that I've seen, like, but it leaves like an outline on yeah, your skin. Well, uh, in the was. beginning and then over time it will heal up and fade and do all of those things. But, yeah, but I, heard, I heard that hurts like a mother. It hurts too. worse than the tattoo itself. I don't have any laser on me, uh, so I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I, and, and they've come a long ways. I know initially in the beginning laser well, but was the, like super, but, super painful. It's better. Yeah. Now, and it was but, really expensive. But, yeah. but what I'm saying is like there's and there, but there are some tattoos that you can't laser off. Yeah. Like really. Yeah. Like and this wouldn't laser off. This wouldn't come off. Oh, it would. You think so? Oh, yeah. You could definitely hit. I mean, but it's going to take like 10, 15 sessions and you're going to spend thousands. You're going to spend more on the laser than you did. But yeah, no, they could. Lasers have come a ways now where okay. like they can really get rid of black. Black ink is the easiest thing to get rid of. But it's color that you have problems with because oh, okay. when they're going to laser it, it's focusing on certain things and color. It makes it harder to focus on because your skin has color in it. Right. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so when you put a color tattoo into the skin, it's harder to differentiate yeah. what it's trying to get rid of. So color doesn't go away as easy, but, but black ink like that, they could definitely take that basically all the way down. And then, uh, they could do it to a point where nobody would probably ever know that you even had a tattoo there. Oh wow. Yeah. But it would just take long time, a lot of pain, a lot of money. Just yeah. I mean, I would it. never do it. Yeah, I would yeah, never get rid of it, but I, I was just under the impression. So I'm glad you brought that up. I was just under the impression. Like there are some things that like, so I guess it's color. Yeah, color. Color but is I was a big like, one. But I was it's like, harder. If you got a big ass, like black tattoo like yeah. that, I'd be like, but but a lot. But of I people, guess what I, I guess I guess what I, maybe I was trying to say was like, is it worth it? Yeah, ah, no. you probably should. Uh, well, most people, what they do is uh, they'll laser and get a couple sessions just to lighten it so they can cover it because you know oh, so so sure. covering okay. that would be really hard because it's super dark. But if you were to go get a couple sessions and it's lightened up. Well, now it's much easier to go in and put something else over it because oh, okay. it's a lot lighter and yeah. you can blend in what's already there into the Another piece that you're one, doing. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm not ever going to do that because I don't care, but yeah, don't ever that's do cool, it. dude. <laughs> that's really fun. Well, bro, I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. Before we leave, though, 
tell us tell everybody where they can find you where yeah. they can where they can get your service if, if they need it yeah so if uh if you're a client looking to find an artist or you're an artist that wants to get connected to those clients you can find us at tattoobooking.com uh, we have a directory on there, so any client can go and browse hundreds of artists across the nation and find the right artist for their piece. And uh, on Instagram, we are Tattoo Booking Official, so go go give right us a on, follow. Man. So and then Facebook Tattoo Booking, so Tattoo right, Booking dude. all across the board. <laughs> tattoo Booking, yeah, Tattoo Booking. All right, bro. Well, so, hey, thank you so much, man. Absolutely, thank Appreciate you. It.